Mr. Mason, que guay, man. Thank you for making it out. Boricua, ¿no? Sí, señor. Boricua, Marines. Nacido y criado. Nacido y criado. Ah. ¿Y qué tal en tu, tu isla tan bella? Preciosa. Uh, la extraño mucho. Hace tiempo que no, no voy por allá, pero con el favor de Dios, tal vez este año probablemente uh, vaya a visitar. Ah, qué bien. ¿Cuándo llegaste a California? I've been in Cali since uh, 03, man. What's your description? How do you describe yourself? You're, you're, you're a Second Amendment pro-gun advocate? Uh, I call myself a Second Amendment instructor and advocate. Because um, a, lot, a lot of people in my field they call themselves a uh, firearms instructor, but I am a Second Amendment instructor because I take great pride and uh, uh, you know, uh, put a great importance in teaching my students about the Second Amendment, the story about it, and uh, everything that comes into play when you become a uh, firearms owner. Um, I, however, I, I, I want to go back to answering your question about what's wrong with California and the Second Amendment. I haven't said this too many times, but California and some other handful of states successfully criminalized the exercise of the Second Amendment on the state, you know, law level. Now, uh, if you're aware, we, we have up to 25 states that are constitutional carry now, where they have effectively removed the government from, you know, uh, uh, the, the people having to request permission to exercise the rights. Here in California, we are like, one eight, not? We have the government way too much to uh, um, intertwined um, in the Second Amendment. We don't have in the state of California's uh, constitution a version of the Second Amendment. We have a version of the First Amendment and a number of the other um, rights in the bill in the United States Bill of Rights, but they skipped right over the Second Amendment. The only way that California laws speak about firearms is in the penal code, which means that anything related to firearms is seen as negative first, including the exercise of the Second Amendment by good, peaceful people. It's, oh, you violated this, this uh, penal code section, whatever, whatever, whatever. And that's my biggest problems that we have. You can, there's ways to get the CCW, which you just explained and confirmed. Mm -hmm. But some of the problems with that is, is that now you're on a list of this person holds the CCW. This person holds a CCW. This person has these specific firearms. These persons has these guns. license. They have these guns. And then supposedly, mm -hmm. I heard that anti-gun people can access them. certain information yes. and start harassing yes. and start bothering yes. and start... You know, whatever. whatever. Uh, What's that about? The, the state of California said that they were going to use this database to research, to do research to for for crime prevention. Okay, they they just want to figure out uh, any, any and all ways that they can to to prevent crime in California, and uh, what. What fantastic idea. Well, we have all these names of these people who conceal carry. Let's go ahead and compile this database. 
and we're going to give it to these researchers in academia, um, and they're going to help us figure out what is driving crime. Now, mind you, the entire uh, uh, Second Amendment community here in California, we went up and figuratively up in arms, <laughs> right? Um, went, wait, 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 what? Yeah, why, yeah. why, why are you guys, you guys know that um, concealed carry permit holders in California commit close to zero crimes in the state of California. So what makes you think that messing with our, uh, our data of uh, our, our information is going to give you um, some sort of uh, path to preventing crime? So what happened, um, they put the database together. On the very first day that they rolled out the database, they said that they were going to um, protect our private information. The very first day that all our private information address, what kind of firearms we had, social security numbers, phone numbers, all that stuff was wow. publicly available. How is that a To not a this lawsuit? day, the California Attorney General, Rob Bonta, has not apologized to a single, uh, publicly apologized to a single um, gun owner that uh, had their data, you know, available for the whole world to see. But how, how is not nobody getting sued? How is this not bigger there, than what it's supposed to be? Because there, there must be thousands if not yeah there there are lawsuits in in the um works class class action lawsuits by uh some of the very fine um gun rights i'm sure uh, people had to move i'm sure people probably lost their jobs or whatever the case is uh, yeah you name it you know the inconveniences of knowing that your data was out there and uh, it could have been sold right um and you could have criminal enterprises that know, you know, who has what type of gun. Yeah, and they, they that, could, they, 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 they could duplicate the, the serial number on a gun. It exposes all kinds of stuff. All who kinds knows? of stuff, man. Yeah, who knows? And then you're saying Social Security, mm-hmm. your credit, yeah, home, you know, invasion, right. uh, security risk, uh, robbery. Yeah, yeah. Which, you know, it, it expands the possibility of you having to... Use your firearm when you didn't want to. Most of us, all of us, anyone that I know, and, and now you, we purchase our firearms. Nobody can say that, you know, they hope that they are in a situation where they use their firearm. Because, I mean, tr- trust me. No, I'm, yeah, nobody wants that. No, no, you know. Um, but now the state, the state of California exponentially made thousands and thousands of uh, California gun owners, you know, have the possibility of having to defend themselves, whether it's at home or, or somebody tracks them to work, to or from work, all that. And it's terrible, terrible. Uh, well, you, you, I mean, you kind of said it. Um, they they want to play gods. They want to control. They want to limit guns. They, it doesn't benefit the state for people to have right. independent security or independent food or water or electricity or cell phones or live off grid. It, it just doesn't. No les conviene. Mm-hmm. 
So that's that, that, that part makes sense. And then to my other question that I was asking you about mm. why are people buying into this so much, you explained because the news goes with what's big news, what, yeah. what, what, what sells. Correct. But that's not my question so much. Mm. That, I get that point. Very valid point. Mm. But my question is, but why, are the, why is the public so fucking weak-minded and, and, and just buys this, man? Like some people just get fucking mad. Like when, look, I'll give you a simple example. I can, yeah. I, I can I'm, answer I'm, it. I'm watching a video mm. and this vegetarian screaming at this guy because he's eating mm. chicken wings. And she's like, yeah, oh, yeah. Everybody saw it. It was like one yeah. of the most, I think the guy put like my most watched fucking 2022 uh, uh, video. And he's like, okay, you killer. But people uh, are so passionate and like, like, like why, why? Um, let me answer it this way. And I, and I did answer uh, this question um, to somebody else very recently for a very long time here in, in, uh, in the United States. Um, we have been enamored with being saved by somebody else. We have been enamored as, as a society in, uh, in the United States by having some hero or heroine uh, to come and uh, save us. To, oh, I need help. Please, somebody help me. You know, and, and, and not the self-reliant side of, you know, taking care of yourself and, and uh, your loved ones. And that is why, um, let, me get, let me tell you a story. When I first uh, rolled out Triggerology, which is the name of my um, um, firearms training company, um, I was using this app, called, you may be familiar with, or with it or not, called Next Door. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because um, I figured, I, I, I live in eastern um, L.A. County and the city of Pomona, right in between, uh, uh, right next to Clarma and uh, Laverne. It's an extremely liberal area. But I know that there are gun owners all around me. So I, I went and uh, used the application to roll out, hey, I am a firearms instructor right here, your friendly neighborly um, firearms. Real quick, uh, sure. next door, just, just for the people listening, is, a, is an app where mm -hmm. they, you pretty much register and you have communication with people in your community. Correct. And if you want to sell something or share something or mm -hmm. have an experience or lost a dog or whatever the case is, it's, it's a community-based mm -hmm. app. Yeah. And so I started making posts. Hey, um, if you have any needs, any uh, questions, anything, just reach out. The vast majority of replies I would get were people saying, no, no, this is not the Wild West anymore. No, you gun nuts, blah, blah, blah. Uh, um, white supremacist. You can see my the color of my skin. Uh, <laughs> I, I, they, did, I was, they didn't hear your accent in the text. No, no. It's the white white supremacist. Um, and uh, I would I I got that's when I decided that I wasn't just going to be a firearms a Second Amendment instructor. I was also going to be an advocate because I, I I heard I got any and all you know, reasons to why people do not want firearms in the community. And they see the tool itself as the, 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 the giver of the evil, you know, thoughts in the minds of, you know, people who uh, commit horrible crimes. It's uh, kind of amazing because it, it seems like people, 
um, have not studied history enough that, you know, evil deeds have happened all throughout the history of humankind. Before guns. Before guns. Before guns. And it was even crazier. You know, I just, Absolutely. I, I just came to a conclusion. Mm. It, it, this just hit me. I, I think I know what's going on. What's up? I had a buddy of mine. He worked at an insurance company. Mm. And, and as a, you know, they would ask people like, all right, do you have any blah, 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 driving record any accident? Oh, you got one mm. ticket, one ticket, but I'm a good driver. I'm a good driver. I'm a good driver. And they had this technique where they're like, hey, we have a device that we could plug into your car for a <laughs> month and watch your driving. Yeah, watch your driving. If you do good, we'll, you know. Yep. We'll fucking give you your discount, mm-hmm, you know, but mm-hmm. if not, it can go up. And they're like, no, 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 it's okay. No, no, I'll, whatever rate it is, I'll just take that. And that was everybody's mentality. I think the problem is, is people don't trust themselves with guns. Correct. 99% of the people that are like, fancy guns, no guns, no guns, no guns. They can't control themselves with guns. What, I'm compa- what I am comparing it to, it's, it's, it's like driving. They that will say they are a good driver. Like mm-hmm. I have a friend of mine. He's a dear friend of mine. Mm-hmm. If I talk to him about driving, he'll be like, yeah, I'm a good driver. Mm-hmm. As soon as I get into the car, he's like, hey, you want to drive my car? I'm like, why? He's like, I'm a terrible driver. I'm a okay. terrible driver. Mm-hmm. I, I, I know that. I accept that I'm a terrible driver. But they also project that to everybody else. If I can't, uh, right, exactly. if I can't so, trust so myself with a fire, Lado, then nobody I don't trust, I don't trust anybody else. Right. Exactly. Absolutely. And that's that's it. Mm-hmm. So it, it's not the people owning the, the guns. It's it's the people not owning the guns. It's you know, it, this is perfect because you know, ride boundless mm-hmm. and I ride motorcycles. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If if everybody had to take a motorcycle course or a mm-hmm. class, just a one day class, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. before they can get their car driver's license, mm-hmm. the roads would be so much more safer. Mm-hmm. You know, people people would be more alert. More alert, yeah. When, I, the road when people see me riding a bike, people are like, oh, I know somebody that crashed and died. And I'm like, dude, why, first of all, why are you telling me that, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. But then when I meet people and I see them again later, they're like, hey, ever since I met you or I know somebody in the motorcycle community, mm-hmm. I notice bikes more, you know? And, I, and now, I move <laughs> out, now I see it and I'll move out of the way. Aware, yeah, you know, yeah, it's yeah. just more aware. Mm-hmm. And, and it's almost like everybody should sign up for a gun class, even mm-hmm. though if you don't need it. If don't buy, you don't have to buy a gun. No, you're not. Nobody's saying to buy a gun at all, mm-hmm. but maybe taking a course and and learning about guns and and how they work and how they function. It, it's not the, the thing that people don't understand. It's it's a bullet small. Like it's not easy to shoot and kill either. It's it's mm-hmm, it's, it's, mm-hmm. it's it's there's a lot of responsibility and there's a lot of moving parts to mm-hmm. the whole process. Mm-hmm. And I don't think people understand that part. You know, and again, it's back to they just don't trust themselves. Correct. And I, I like how you brought in um, the fact about writing and how people will say, oh, I know somebody that crashed or whatever. There's inherent risk and the Bro, vast I'm, majority of things that we do in life. Mire, mi abuelo decía, lo único, lo único que se pide para morir es estar vivo. Uh-huh. <laughs> the only requirement to die is to be alive. Yep. We've heard of the... Olympian female uh, American runner, you know, died from lung cancer and right. never smoked in her fucking life. Right, you right, know, right. like, 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 it's just. Yeah. The way that Steve Irwin died, he loved, uh, um, you know, dealing with animals and he died doing. <laughs> <laughs> dealing with animals. <laughs> yeah, dealing with animals with a freaking, uh, what was it? Um, 
Yeah, I, I, I'm trying to blank. Stingray right, right through his heart. There's it was through his heart. That's yes, right. Yes. I it, forgot about that. There's incident. inherent risk in everything that we do, whether it's something that you love doing or something that you do because it's the way that you make your. Well, again, there's the you know, you know mother breastfeeding her baby, and she's at home breastfeeding her baby, and then there's a, there's a bullet that you know comes in from mm-hmm, gangster mm-hmm. shooting, whatever the case is. Absolutely, you absolutely, know? absolutely. Um, yeah, you can't you can't live like that. You can't live like in, in that fear. Uh, no. Wh- what do you teach? Uh, how many days is your courses, and 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 what what is the agenda of what you teach? What's the breakdown? So the vast majority of my teaching is uh, uh, in my book, which is what I decided to focus on my my uh, business is the vast majority of firearm owners that do not touch their guns. They bought them, and they lock them away. That's and dangerous. I never use that, and that's dangerous. That's that, dangerous. It's not just it's not just dangerous because uh, you know um, when it, when it comes to if you God forbid right knock on wood toco madera you're in a situation where you have to defend yourself you you haven't practiced you don't even know how to manipulate your firearm so that is a lot of the um, gun owners that are out, out here in California so I'm I am focusing in. Uh, introduction uh you know introduction to your firearm introduction to firearms in general for people who have not yet purchased their firearms that's a lot of what i do i i mean i go that's a that's the most important thing yeah that's a great i i go to people's homes i bring firearms on a table like this in their kitchen table lay them out this is you didn't bring any firearms here today well Coño, man. I got the one that's on me. Okay. But, um, yeah, uh, this is a shotgun. Yeah. This is, you know, these are the, the type of uh, ammunition that the shotguns uh, take. This is the handgun. This is the rifle. Let's look at the layout of your home. What would make more sense for, for you, dad, or mom, who are thinking of buying your first firearm for home defense? A lot of, excuse me, a lot of people go with, oh, I'll just get a shotgun. It's, 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 not, it's not that simple. It's not that easy. You need to consider so many different variables of what it is, your, your situation that, that you have in your household, what's your household composition, what's the literal composition of your house, what are the walls made of. Do you have neighbors? Correct. Do you have people All upstairs, that. downstairs? Yeah. What kind of ammunition are you going to get for your shotgun? Mm-hmm. You know? So the, the, vat, the bulk of my classes are introductions like that, getting people to think about things that have, they have probably never, ever thought about. And, I mean... <sighs> As as I'm as I'm telling you these things, because that's the way that I structure my classes, is just to get their minds going about. Because it is all about scenarios, right? What, what if? What if? What if? What if? Their eyes just just getting into um getting into their brains, and they're just absorbing all this information, and all of a sudden they have questions in their mind that they never ever considered. And so uh, I, I take great, great pride. I, I typically, my typical class is about two hours because past that, that it's information overload. Yeah. Um, once we have are past the, uh, of course, 
super heavy on safety. I teach them with their kids. Uh, you know, I've taught many, many classes with teenagers. How, how young? Younger kids, as young as they are, man. Like, what's It, the youngest you've, you've taught? Like, uh, Probably, what, maybe nine, ten. But it's... So my four-year-old's too young, huh? <laughs> mm, we can so so we the, before we started uh recording you said uh, you know i teach my kids it's it's all about taking their first and foremost take the curiosity out of their head 100 and then supply a very heavy uh amount of respect for what it is that this thing is that's right um Do you want to introduce what it is that it, it does if you handle it incorrectly? Mm, I don't know. For a four, five, six-year-old, I, I don't know that you want to take away their innocence like that, you know? But if um, you have... No, but there's there's respect. Like, correct. Like, you know, with my four-year-old, there's respect for... Because for, I have pocket knives. I right. have guns. Yeah. I have, I have sharp things. I have, correct. you know, fucking... A bunch of stuff. I don't even want to get into it. There's no difference. And and, and sometimes it's on my pants, you Correct. know. And sometimes I, you know, I take a shower and I left some mm -hmm. pants there, and there's mm -hmm. a knife there. As a matter of fact, today, hey, that can hurt you, right? Don't touch it. Just today, I had a, my gym bag open. There was a mm -hmm. knife, and you know, Papa, you have a knife, you know. Mm -hmm. Okay, you want to touch it? No. Why not? It's Papa's. It's Papa's. Like okay. he knows. Okay. You know, he yeah, knows. Yeah, yeah. He knows. It's respect. He's just hey, mm -hmm. it's open and it's exposed, and I can see it. You know, mm -hmm. but I'm not worried. I'm not worried at all that he's going to grab it open and run with it and like right, fall right, or right. something, have an accident. Yeah. But I don't hide anything from him. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then the other thing that I do, which people hate this, but I don't give a fuck because <laughs> it, it, I see how it works mm -hmm. and, and I don't see a problem with it. I cuss around my kid, mm -hmm. you know, and and now, you know, I, I'll, I'll talk to you and mm -hmm. he'll be sitting there and I'll be like, hey, the fuck are you saying or what the fuck happened? Mm -hmm. Can you fucking believe that? It, it, he's numb to it. Mm. It's not a big deal. Mm -hmm. My my friends' kids, you say fuck, and they're six, seven years old, and they're all bam, bam, bam. Yeah. Ah, that, ah, he said, he said, and now it's two adults uh. having a conversation, and the six year old's making this loud, alarming noise and making a scene <laughs> in front of everybody about a word. Where uh. where my four year old's like, like, you know what he does? He mm. does this. If he hears somebody say fuck. If we're talking and you say fuck, it was like, Papa, he's using your word. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know, okay. that's what he does. But he's numb to it and mm. he respects the word and he knows he can't say it. Mm. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. but I'm not going to hide it mm -hmm. because yeah, it's the same concept. You're going to see knives in the world. Right. You're going to, you know, you're going to see guns mm. one way or another in the world. Mm. And you need to know do I touch it? Do I not touch mm -hmm. it? How mm -hmm. dangerous is it? How is it going to affect Correct. me? I explain it. Correct. You know, uh, same thing with parenting. You know, you could say, don't do that and leave it there. Mm -hmm. Or you could say, hey, don't do that because the consequences are. You, you mm -hmm. start explaining. And this is not just guns or cussing or knives. This is swimming and eating. And These drinking. are life this lessons. This is life lessons that Absolutely. you have to apply. It's, Absolutely. it's just people get more intimidated with those things. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you have kids? Uh, I do, I do. I have of course two, Latino, two, like you know. Claro que sí. <laughs> la, una, la parejita, two teenagers. They're they're awesome kids. Uh, I've I've Twins? had no no no. no, no, no. Uh, uh, one is sixteen, one's fourteen. But uh, since I, I've had guns in the household since before they were born. Yeah. 
They never saw them until I thought that they were old enough. Um, and then I taught them about the security and what it is that they do, what they don't do. I taught them first with BB guns and with paintballs. Nice. I taught them the the basics, uh, the the four safety rules, and, and and all of that. And I was very successful at getting them bored. At getting them bored, they were over. At it. Getting them bored, they got over it. My son comes with me uh, um, every once in a while uh, to the range, but that's it. They're over it. Yeah. They know what they are for. They know what dad uses them for. They know how to use it if they needed they, it. Correct. They, that's it. They're done. They don't grow legs and go shoot up uh, people, you know, on, on their own. Yeah. And they don't draw pictures of like, you know. <laughs> Correct. You know, yeah. They're Correct. Sicker, yeah. Correct. And, uh, and they know that dad is a decent person. And now whenever they go out there on society, whether it's at school or something that they come across on the Internet, right? The people who have nothing but bad things to say about uh, firearms and their owners, they know that that's not true. Yeah. And that's how you do it. Yeah. Yeah, but, then, but people are not like that, you know, like... Like you're doing that, and mm. I'm doing that, but mm. like this, this, this newer generation is mm. not is not practicing these simple steps. Yeah, no, they're not. But uh, neither are you the schools, know, and neither are the um, life has this uh, um, really pesky way of uh, showing reality. Yeah, whenever that's necessary, and a lot of my many of my students have divorced to me. Hey, I was anti-gun. But then this dude followed me home. Or th but then I was home alone, and this knucklehead tried to break in while I was at home. And then the, I dialed 911, and they said, we don't have anybody to send you right now. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Well, so you can call 911 right now. You're on hold. Yeah. and, and You're on so, hold. In Los Angeles, you call 911. Yeah, yeah. You're on hold for 10 minutes. Like it's an operator saying you've mm -hmm. called the LAPD. Currently, we have more calls than we can have. And then when you get a hold of them. And they're going to triage you. They're going to say, well, are they there inside right now stabbing you right now? Are they right now? Or no? Because we got other calls. To <laughs> so life has a way to throw a dose of reality to people. And I mean, are you are you ready for it or not? And that's, uh, uh, como dicen en Puerto Rico, yo no sé si dicen eso en, en tu país, uh, ahí es que sabes si el gas pela. Sabes si el gas pela. <laughs> that's when you know if uh, the gas uh, burns you. Overall state regulations and laws, federally, nothing's ever really changed, right? Federally, well, yes. With, 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 gun, with the Second Amendment. Yes. Well, what has changed federally? Well, federally, the, the worst uh, infringements are called the, the NFA, the National, Fire, Na, National Firearms Act, and the GCA, the Gun Control Act. Those are, all, uh, those are both very old uh, laws. They got instituted when uh, the, the mafia was uh, running around with tummy guns, Um, and shooting up people, they outlawed, they outlaws, um, 
They outlawed the yeah, they outlawed uh, machine guns. Machine guns. Right. And then uh, the NFA, the National Firearms um, Act, control uh, the National Firearms Act also uh, regulates peripheral um, things such as suppressors um, and stuff like that. And instituted, they didn't out- outlawed suppressors, but they defined, well, if you want to have a suppressor, you need to pay this X amount of money on top of, to the government on top of, you know, whatever it cost to have that firearm. And so in a way, what it did was actually prevent people in the lower stratas of socioeconomics to have access to firearms and their peripherals, and it became more of a some, something for the elite, mm-hmm. something for, for people of wealth. Many of the uh, gun control laws in California, including um, the previous version of the concealed carry um had that effect of skyrocketing the price, the overall cost of being a firearm owner and or carrying. Yes. Rifles, rifles, shotguns are like 150 bucks. You can look up, you can look up old school catalogs because you used to be able to order catalog order firearms and get them mailed right to your home. Super cheap. They, there were Saturday night specials, they used to call them. There are where, where you would buy a farm very cheap, and, and, and the ammunition, ammunition was very cheap. The, the society was very different. Yeah. Uh, what changed was the people. Um, what changed was the people and uh, the people looking to government for um, their solutions rather than um handling stuff appropriately if somebody decided to violate your place of solace you know like your home um with a firearm you would handle it right there and there one of my favorite t-shirts says before there was 911 there was 357 baby <laughs> that way. And, and 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 and, yeah. and that's that's the way it was but we shifted right to looking to government for our solutions and slowly Slowly, all that um, was eroded, and we began blaming the tool rather than the individual. To this day, this morning, uh, one of the gun control, larger gun control advocates in the, in the country, that's uh, called Every Every Town, is funded by heavily funded by Michael Bloomberg, former uh, New York um, what mayor or governor? I think governor. Um, Posted, they make all kinds of outrageous posts in their social media. They made a post about um, the, in uh, 2022, there were over 6,000 children killed in the United States by guns. By guns. Not by the criminals, by guns. My response to them was, well, a lot of, a lot of that um, is actually gang-related. Uh, gang-related. Gang related, um, y'all very condi- uh, conveniently left out that the vast majority of gang membership is children from as young as ages 11 all the way to 17, 18, which are their foot soldiers and they are the expendable 
uh, you know, part of the gang membership. Those are the ones that carry out all the bad deeds for the leadership. And yeah. those are the ones that are ending up dead. But that is an inconvenient part of the equation that the gun um, control uh, uh, people leave out. Well, not only that, they also leave out the cops shooting and killing with guns. That also goes into that batch. That also goes so into the statistics. You have regular yes. crime. You yes. have uh, gang crime, you, uh, theft. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then there was something else that was, that suicide. was also suicide. Suicide yep. was the other one. Yep. Those all get thrown into the numbers. So then people are like, it's this many people that are dying from guns. And it's like, wait, time out. Again, you have 40,000 no people, healthy individuals die mm-hmm. from car accidents. Mm-hmm. You know, like people don't, like, yeah, they they manipulate the numbers. Mm -hmm. It's pretty stupid. But if you see that breakdown and you look at, then the other number that's in that random shooting is self-defense. Correct. So you have self-defense, gang on gang, cops on criminals, uh, suicide, Mm -hmm. and they they rack up that number. They go, look how many deaths. Correct. Guns are killing. Because even if uh, um, the way the statistics, because they can lie with statistics all the time, even somebody who, just like you said, somebody who used their firearm in self-defense, that's still what there will be an agency that will count it as a homicide. Homicide is the death of a human being by another. Right. Even if it is in self-defense. And so or that's gun how gun violence. Use. Correct. It'll be in that. Oh, gun violence. Self-defense, yeah. gun violence. And that's, that's all the categories that we're talking about. Yeah, and that's how we end up with people that consume all that, uh, uh, you know, uh, biased information, and that's how they figure their uh, their perceptions. Now, I find it very difficult to believe or accept that mm-hmm. people will hear this conversation or many other conversations like this, teaching mm-hmm. this information. They'll mm-hmm. be like. <gasps> Fuck, I had no idea. That's <laughs> fucking amazing. What the? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. wasn't told such a thing. Right. Now I get it. H- how do we get into their, those people's heads that just don't get it? Or we just kind of. I'm so glad you bring that up because a lot of the work that I do um, online on my social media is pushback. And the pushback is not necessarily to. Uh, I'm not trying to convince the people that have their feet cemented in their um, anti-Second Amendment is for the fence-sitters. The people who are somewhat, uh, you know, neither here nor there, they're just, they're just, right? The the, the people that that are receptive to information. And those are the people that I I want to um, win over because those are the people that that are seeking uh, information. And, I can't tell you how many times I've received a DM, somebody that says, "Hey man, thanks for thanks for what you're doing." They'll they'll uh, um you know, hey, I saw I saw that reply you gave to this person who said some uh, you know nonsense, and yeah. uh, and can we talk more? You know, um, and that that's what I'm here for because I mean, for for. For a long time, I I was frustrated because being a being a father, I want my kids to live in a still free society. I stopped paying attention to the larger picture, the stuff that I can't 
have control of, I can have I can have influence on whatever's closest to me. Yeah. And so those are the conversations that I that, that I uh, like to have, and uh, you know the the pushback, the pushback. Even though I'm not going to convert anybody that's cemented, I'm going to help provide more information for the people that are missing the context that don't have um, the vast majority of people that don't live in the inner city that see you know the gang violence uh, on a daily basis. They're the ones that have. Um, you know, have made the right, if you can call them that way, right decisions or their parents did. And so their living situation is somewhat sheltered from what everybody else has to deal with. Yeah. You know, and um, yeah, that's that's what I've been um, that, taking that, that, pride that's, in. That, that's, then first of all, congratulations on that. that Thank that, you. That's really awesome because... You know, a part of me is like, oh, you know, it's before we started recording, I told you I defend the Second Amendment, mm. but just to a certain point, mm-hmm. because there's mm-hmm. just so many facts and, and points that I can bring up my the the, the economy of words in, right. the, in the conversation. I, I don't have it. So mm-hmm. I just mm-hmm. there's a point where I'm like, well, no, did you know this? Did you know that? Well, Chicago, look at Chicago, look at right, this, right. you know, gang, gang violence, you know, yep, yep. but when I'm selling con my friend's daughter died her boyfriend killed herself mm-hmm, and I, you know mm-hmm, like like mm-hmm. like i have a statistic that i say always on this podcast mm-hmm. 95% of motorcycle accidents are rider error mm-hmm. i say that mm-hmm. all the time people mm-hmm. disagree no that's not true that's not true I, every time i hear mm-hmm. that thing it's probably 90 I'm, I'm, you know i haven't there's very few that i've heard mm-hmm. and the thing is is i do hear a lot of accidents so there is two three people who come up to me and say but my accident i'll be like okay mm-hmm, but i just also mm-hmm. heard a bunch and Anyways, my point is, people will be like, my daughter's boyfriend died from gun uh, gun violence. In the back of my head, he was probably a gangster. Or right. He probably right. should be doing, he was doing something he shouldn't have done. Mm-hmm. So it, it, it's always there. But I like how you fine-tuned your 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 market. And, and that's, you know, people that are on the fence. That's fucking genius. You know, I'm always generalizing. And you mm-hmm. just went like, wait, there's people on the fence. They need mm-hmm. help. Mm-hmm. Uh, people that already own guns. You're right. That's a problem. If you own a gun and you're not practicing it and safety, mm-hmm. e- even I, I have the fake bullets. Mm-hmm. So I can load yep. my shotguns yep. and nine, take it out, but I got the little laser bullshit. Yeah. yeah. That's good. It's cool. Yeah. You know, but, but people don't even do that. Mm-hmm. And if you don't do that and if you don't practice, Most people are not even aware that those, that are. becomes, that becomes dangerous. Yeah. That Absolutely. becomes dangerous. It, it's like, I catch myself on on motorcycles where I'm, I'm saying a lot of stuff like, mm. oh, I feel, I feel like I made this statement recently. I feel safer right now. The way L.A. is, mm. the way the traffic is, the way people are driving, the lack of police, the lack of everything. Mm. I feel safer on a motorcycle than a car. Mm. Okay, and mm. and the reason mm. for that mm. is, mm. is I, I'll drive every now and then, mm-hmm. and once there's traffic. I look around, I go, dude, if an outbreak just broke out here, I'm stuck. I can't get out of this. Yeah, see, way more see, flexibility. See, you see, have way more options. Yeah, see, and I'm on a bad one. Uh-huh. And we go at it. Uh-huh. You know, if we, say, if we say papa words, like my son would say, you know, say, we say, go say. at it. Say. I can't do nothing. Uh-huh. On a bike, you know, somebody will be like, beep. And I'll be like, oh, zip through. Now. 
I had to recall that statement back because that's with my experience. That's 22 years of just riding mm-hmm. in traffic. Mm-hmm. I feel mm-hmm. very comfortable in traffic. Mm-hmm. I know people that come into L.A., rent motorcycles, and they'll be half an hour in traffic. They're terrified. They're like, this is not fun. I want to return the bike. Okay. They, like, they, they can't do it. So uh-huh. that's my experience. Mm-hmm. But the mm-hmm. thing is, mm-hmm. I practice. Mm-hmm. You own a gun and you don't practice. People need to understand. Yeah. If you show a gun to a criminal and you don't know how to use it, chances are they're going to grab that gun and use it on you. Yeah, because they're going to they're gonna almost smell your incompetence. They're going to smell the shit. <laughs> <laughs> they're going to hear you, you, <laughs> you fart. Like, it's like, it's like yeah. you need to. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. These are, these, ha- these are tools. These are life-saving tools. You need to know how, how to, to use it. it. And you're you also, not gonna buy a simple life-saving tool such as a fire extinguisher, of which I have many at my house, and not know how to use it. Yeah. You know, I need a fire extinguisher. Yeah, that was, that's a good point, man. <laughs> uh, yeah, you're not gonna have that tool and not know how to use it. Um, I, you mentioned the dummy rounds, the snap caps. That's one thing that I 100% I tell to every single one of my students. Not not only because it helps you do the dry fire at home, but when you go to the range, you can also practice the malfunctions. Because God forbid, toco madera again. If you are in a situation where you have to defend your life, you have to you have to consider the possibility that this tool that this impressive you know array of plastic and metal and and rounds in it all these moving parts it may malfunction on you and you may have a split second to figure out what is that went wrong with it put it back into battery which is a term that we utilize battery for it being ready to shoot and get back to business and stop the threat so, yeah, snap caps, which is another term for dummy rounds, that's absolutely something that every firearm owner should have and practice with when they go to a range and uh, induce the malfunctions so you can get quick at clearing those out. Yeah, and they're cheap. Yeah, they're, they're cheap. cheap. You can get them anywhere. You can order anywhere, you know, what, whatever. I don't even have to recommend it. Just go online. It, it's an investment. It's a life investment. It, it's, it's not an even an investment. It's just, you know? it's just something cheap. It's just cheap. Buy it. It's 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 mm-hmm. it's good mm-hmm. practice. It's yeah. good eh, bueno modales, you know. Like yeah. it's it benefits you, yeah, yeah, especially absolutely. with a shotgun, because you, you you know, mm-hmm. like you want to be able to learn and practice how to unload the shotgun without mm-hmm. having to like what do you call it process it, you know, or, or chamber it, you know. Yeah, you, you want to be able to release it. Yeah, uh, that's what I liked it for. Uh, on the nine millimeters, you get used to just practicing, you know, filling mm-hmm. a magazine. You know, like mm-hmm. that's something else you want to practice. People have mm-hmm. these uh, fast loaders, Dude. but yeah. it's good to practice with your hand. Yeah. You know? There's people, uh, I mean, I, I, I could tell you a ton of stories of, of somebody who's had the gun for two, three years and they have never loaded the magazine. Yeah, I, I, I know people like that. <laughs> they go to lower back, load it backwards with the rounds facing back. Good Lord, I'm so glad that I got you because I would hate to hear that something happened did, to you. Did you say they load it backwards? Yeah, people. That's that's a typical thing. Uh, I, I'm not. I, I don't knock them for it, but but people. No, a for typical, me, it's, um, I've never heard such a thing. That's a typical thing of uh, somebody who's never handled a firearm. They'll try to 
stick the magazine with the rounds looking backwards. That's some. That's something that I see. Yeah. But but I I yeah. you know uh, as an instructor I, I no no of course I you, you take you practice away. in this and you learn passion you know and, and all that. Nope, it doesn't go that way. The rounds need to face forward. Um, the, but the, but the, that's uh, just let, let me make this. Uh, I'm gonna take uh, the advantage of having said this. That's the importance of going, getting training by a real professional instructor i cannot stress this enough to your audience you your uh, uh uncle or your friend that you go to shoot with um you know for fun shooting cans or whatever and up in the desert they cannot see they will most likely not see you doing something wrong and here you are just throwing bullets out uh, out on the range and you're not advancing your skills and you and and i can tell you that as an instructor i go to range and and left right i just see people just <laughs> wasting rounds away and just doing uh, um stuff wrong and 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 not you know uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm laughing i'm like that that's that's such an important point the reason mm. i'm laughing is because i went shooting with a bunch of high school friends mm. you know that i haven't seen in years mm-hmm. and uh you know they're like hey let's go to, let's, let's go to desert and shoot yeah. you know and it's i mean they missed everything you know like three two one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And and they had such a blast, and such I'm, a blast. And I don't and, knock and, it. And and the reason you I can have fun no, just no, no, wasting no. rounds, of course. But the reason <laughs> I stepped back is because number one, I was like, I haven't seen these guys since high school, so I don't know okay, who's you don't know who's stable <laughs> and shit. You know what I mean? And then two, I'm yeah, like, what yeah. the fuck are they shooting at? Uh-huh. They're like the dirt's like yeah, yeah. rocks, uh-huh. and and they had targets, but it was mm. it, it's 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 such a valid point. If you go with your friends, if you go with your cousin, if you go with your pops. You're going just to pull the trigger and just the blah, 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 blah. Right. But you're not going there for technique, you know. I mean, I remember I remember once I bought a few guns. I, I owned guns for a while, but I took mm-hmm. no training courses. Okay. And then I was going to the range, and I'm like, what's what's going on? It gets on old. Here? Well, it doesn't get old, but I, 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 well, I'm talking about the first few times okay. where I'm like, I, I am, I mean, I'm looking, I'm aiming at that. Why the fuck am I not hitting it? <laughs> yeah, you know? Yeah. And then it was, uh, it was like, you know, somebody's like, Hey dude, take, take your magazine out, you know, take your, everything out, empty uh-huh. it out, uh-huh. hold the gun still and pull the trigger. And I'm all, I'm, you know, I'm moving it, you know? And We're I was joking. like, Oh yeah. shit. Like, you know, you, like you, you don't think of those steps and you have to go to a trainer. Yeah. You have to get, yeah, yeah, man, you have to get a trainer for everything. You know, and, and period, yeah. period. Yeah. You want to yeah. learn how to ride a bike? You can do it by yourself. Very true. But if you go to a trainer, it's going to feel safer. Mm-hmm. You got to learn how to shoot a gun by yourself. But if you get mm-hmm. a trainer, mm-hmm. it's going to be better. Yeah. You know, a coach. Absolutely. It's like everybody has coaches. Mm-hmm. I mean, somebody mm-hmm. was making a point online. The, the, pre- the president of the United States has advisors and many. coaches yeah. and many, mm-hmm. you know. So it's like, it's like, it's something to get into. It's an investment. It could save your life. And there if it go. doesn't, I was about to say that. And if it doesn't, use it as a sport. Use mm-hmm. it, uh, you know, go to the range and shoot that. Mm-hmm. But but I have a more serious topic for you. Yeah, what's up? This is probably the, the the heavier part of the conversation. Okay. Yeah, let's do it. I don't think we have a gun problem. I don't think so. Either. I think we go have a it. mental health problem. Yes, we do. What are the statistics on mental health? 
like that because pe- people that have mental health issues will grab yeah. a knife in japan and Correct. start murdering yeah, yeah, people yeah, yeah. the vast that, majority that, of the gun deaths are by suicide are by suicide are suicide yes no but I, even even the mass shootings are mental health issues yes they are you know how yeah. come how come people don't talk about well, that isn't that a hotter topic than blaming it on guns and um I will say that gladly there are organizations that are talking about it. Uh, there are a number of Second Amendment-based organizations that are talking about um, the the um, mental health topic and uh, providing solutions uh, and opportunities to, uh, you know, just to give you one example, there's one organization that their name escapes my mind right now, but they have uh, partnered with, gun shops, FFLs, Federal Firearm uh, Licensees, where uh, if somebody feels that they um, are not very well, right, in their mental health, they they can um, voluntarily, right, ask a FFL to store the guns for them without having to involve the authorities, which then places a stigma on you, right, and and. This may be something that, you know, it's most of them have the ability to be, you know, transitory issues, right? And you're not giving away your life-saving tools. Uh, and, and so that, that's being addressed. Uh, it, it We definitely need more. We, uh, um I don't think I I am one uh, I am uh, what's called an uh, second amendment absolutist. I don't believe that someone because they have X Y Z disability they shouldn't own firearms. And there is a segment of the population that is blanket, blanket. Or if you have if you're disabled, wait, you wait, shouldn't wait. own a firearm. Yeah, but you don't believe in that. I don't, man, because if you're someone who has a disability, who's going to protect you, man? We hear way too often of... Where's the limit? People who get um, targeted. Where's the limit? I I don't know. That's that's where the nuance, that's where the nuance has to uh, go into the the conversation. But I, I... as someone who I, I I like to put myself in the shoes of others, I excuse me. I have a very hard time with um, authorities saying, "Well, you have this disability; you no you no longer get to own a farm." Well, I live in this neighborhood, which is the only neighborhood that I can afford. It's a bad neighborhood. This is what I own to defend myself but now you're you're putting this scarlet letter on my face and i can't own this firearm for my self-defense you know uh, sorry and just to clarify sure disability that I, I don't think that's the problem i think the mental health issue is a problem are you considering mental some mental health as a disability yeah, yeah. okay yeah that, that, yeah where do you draw the line I, I see your motivation. Yeah, 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 I see the motivation. But where do you draw a line? I don't know. Schizophrenia, you know, paranoia. I mean, are, are do they are they, you know, are they? Is it a disability because they were a normal functional person? They had an mm-hmm. accident, they got fucked up, or right. was it that they had a, the, you know, they were a normal function person, but then they just fried their brain, you know, right, and right, now right. they're there. You don't know. 
you know? Yeah, I, that's that's the really hard uh, um, part got, of the subject because it's, um, yeah, take away their, their ability to defend themselves, but then who's going to defend them? You know, that that's that's where my question goes to. Okay, let's say that this uh, paranoid schizophrenic, they cannot ha- have their guns anymore. Okay, who's going to defend them? If we're if we're not gonna answer that, then that's where I'm like, I'm just really having this really hard time with that because I I hate seeing victims. I'll give you I'll give you an you example know? of. Sure. Um, I, I gotta be careful of how I word this. Yeah, because I'm dealing with something. Okay. Um, there's an unstable person. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. and I don't even know him that well. But they're contacting me via social media. Okay. And I'm, I'm like, I've blocked them already. Now they hit me up in the other account. Mm-hmm. But it's very, very, very unstable, like, messages. They're like, they, they don't even make sense. It's not even with me. <laughs> it's like, mm-hmm. it has mm-hmm. nothing to do with me. They're mm-hmm. just ranting. You know, vote this, and if you drive, and this is going to blow up. And I hate this person. I, oh, I want to kill. I wanted, like, oh, this person's trying to get. If I was, number one, I, I, I think they need help. And then I don't mm-hmm. even know what to do. That's that's honestly mm-hmm. that's concerning, and I, sh- I probably I, I need to look at figuring out a solution. Mm-hmm. Um, but if I look at that person mm-hmm. and say, okay, they are more dangerous. To, they've already named five six names. I don't know anybody, right? They're already naming five six different names. I've already heard. I can't. I don't even read it. I just like who the fuck is this and who the fuck is that. Those people, I feel, are more at danger where she's saying, one person's trying to attack me, but I hate this person. I hate that person. This person blocked that mm, person. I'm going to avoid mm, this person. Mm, so see what I'm saying? Yeah. There, there's more of a risk. That's what I'm saying. Where do you draw mm, the line? Mm-hmm. There's probably five people she wants, they want to hurt, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And and they're only worried about one person that might want to hurt them. Mm. So now it's like, all right. You are a, a you know a legal abiding citizen. Mm-hmm. You don't have a record currently. Mm-hmm. You went through something and now you're kind of like you know on the edge. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're paranoid about this one person, but at the same time you're also like hating, exhibiting. You, did, you didn't say anything, like, but you're right, like, right, 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 I right. hate this unfollowed. Don't yeah. do the you know don't be whatever. Mm-hmm. You know where do you draw the line? That's that's hard. That's hard. Um, how do I answer that, man? I hope you're, you're, you're talking like an attorney, right? <laughs> I, how do I? An- no, 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 no. Uh, how do I answer that? I, uh, the way that I answer it is, I hope that whoever the the individuals that this person really has, you know, uh, discussed for, um, I hope that they're safe and that they're doing anything that they. Uh, in their own bubble of life that they and just are to be considering clear, guns or safety. Guns were never mentioned. Mm-hmm. No, but harm was never mentioned. You know, it's just a lot of negative. Yeah. Ranting. I think this, this uh, scenario you have brought up is actually what's being used to enact what are being called uh, red flag laws around the country. Or, um, or they're predicting. Yeah, where they where they get into this whole what was that what was that movie? Yeah, man? yeah, yeah. The Tom Cruise Minority, uh, Report. Minority Report. 
where you they get into trying to predict uh, uh you know Artificial the future whether somebody is actually going to commit a crime that's 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 very difficult i i am not a proponent of uh, red flag laws or extreme risk uh, protection orders because they they um they violate individuals uh rights yeah um, that's and, extreme and they right. have and they have been uh and people have been killed uh by police going to hey when we're executing our uh extreme uh an erpo on you we need to get your guns because and that's and then people go haywire that's that i'm yeah, so glad man. you bring it up that that's a very difficult topic and that's something that we as a country need to uh uh deal with i dislike however the part about the red flag laws because that turned our law system upside down where you are guilty first and yeah. then you have to prove your innocence and for people to be plucked out of their life and having to put their life on hold they lose the jobs they lose income and now they are faced uh, to proving their innocence to the state which has all access to you know resources abundant resources that are taxpayer paid to accuse you of this maybe you maybe you have done something probably maybe not you haven't done anything but here, here you are having to plead your case to the state when you yeah you may have exhibited some behaviors but you haven't done the deed yeah and that's where our um that's where our law system is uh you know built our law system is built off of deeds did you do actually do carry something out and then we judge you on the base of that but if you haven't that's tough that's what that's why i where i went to was i hope the people that this person feels extreme disgust about i hope that they are considering their their safety because that's at the end of the day that's yeah, what I, I don't do. know i don't know if they're you real know? people i don't know i i have no idea very I mean, true it's, it's just so very much true. that i'm like it could be people in the in, in their head in their head yeah yeah you bet this um this back and forth of of, mm. of gun control and laws and where you draw the lines mm -hmm. i had a conversation recently about the, the gender and transgender bathrooms and blah blah like you know mm. it just a, a, a regular conversation okay the conversation is going back like a tennis match, but mm. and but and but oh yeah oh yeah oh yeah and, mm -hmm. oh yeah. Well, what about this and what about this? Mm -hmm. And I, towards the end, I was like, okay, how how do I? This is just gonna. They have their opinion. I have mine. Mm -hmm. This is going nowhere. Mm -hmm. And then we ended the conversation. And then you know when you have a conversation or an argument or whatever the case is with somebody. The next day, you're like, fuck, I should have responded yeah. with this one, right? Uh, yeah. Well, I ran into the person the next day, and I was mm. like, hey, you know what I think is the real problem? It's not what you and I were talking about. It's that's distracting us from real problems, mm -hmm. which is Facts. the educational system, mm -hmm. which is, what is it? 43% of uh, high school graduates can't read basic instructions. Correct. Correct. 
uh, base uh, yeah, the a percentage math, of people math they can't levels. Do math and, yeah, they can't yeah. they, they can't read like well again they can't read basic instructions. They mm-hmm. can't write. They mm-hmm. can't do this. Mm-hmm. So here we're fighting about this person should use this bathroom and this person should eat this. Well, and this they're first this. world problems. Yeah, first world problems. Yeah. Yeah. Our life is so good. Yeah, we have to worry about everything else. That we have to, f- yeah. But yeah. as we're doing that, we're failing so miserably at yes. the basic yeah. things, the basic life things. Mm-hmm. Like reading and learning and writing mm-hmm. and, and, and good and bad and evil and, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, I think it was Andrew Tate that was saying, I, I believe in God because I've seen so much evil recently there's mm. so much evil and when you mm. see this much evil and hate and crime and everybody turning on everybody and mm. and mm-hmm. you know whatever mm-hmm. that there there must be a, a you know the opposite force mm-hmm. there's always mm-hmm. an opposite force yes there always you know? is. but but it's it's pretty dark now, i believe man. that yeah, yeah yeah um but you know there's that saying it, it's always darkest before dawn right yeah the, we we have to keep our um, eyes on the prize. Those of us, uh, I I myself, I'm a man of faith, and I and I do believe that there there is a um, there will be a better day. Is it going to be in my lifetime? I hope so, so I can see it. But um, in in this life, and with every breath that I have, I'm just my focus is in doing everything everything that I can to make uh, the world not to be too insane for my kids. However, I also want to teach my kids to desire um, better for themselves and, and for the world that um, they are going to be living in. How they go about doing that, I'm going to show them. Yeah. A little bit, but they're ultimately going to make their own decisions. And they're going to have to live or die with the consequences consequences of the, their decisions. Or like they're off, too. I'm trying to teach them to not linger or dwell in stuff too much. I'm trying to teach them to make decisions. Commit. Absolutely. Absolutely. Quite a question. Uh, my, my brother was in the, the Navy. Uh lot of puerto ricans in yeah. in the military in, in general, general in general yes you know very patriotic uh mm-hmm. military life and um you served in the marine corps mm-hmm. thank you for that thank you um are are you gonna do you see the military different nowadays compared oh man <laughs> you said i could ask Eddie. I, I'll, I'll let you, you finish it? your question do Go you ahead. see the military Shit. different now from then Hell and yeah, bro. would you encourage your Hell daughters yeah. today to join the military um, at any point <laughs> Tonto, hold, on, hold on i got something damn, oh. <laughs> damn. <laughs> um what year were you in the military first of all if, if i joined i joined right after 9-11 oh you joined uh, after 9-11 happened and i joined in november 2011 no 2001. 2001. I went to boot camp in uh, early 2002. Um, <laughs> yes. Yes, because, um, yeah, I, I would encourage them to um, join the military because at, at the end of the day, regardless, so I, I'm going to tell you what what um, I believe as I reflect on my time in the military. 
the the most uh, uh, um, value that I got out of the military was having to work with people from all walks of life, from you know all different states and and outlying territories. I worked with people you know from everywhere, literally everywhere, and and having every to, country, every state, every, yeah, you know, yeah, uh, every border, uh, different languages, correct, and, and and their their cultures, right, that they bring with them. So that is what the the most value that I got out of it. It really. Like I told you, born and raised in uh, Puerto Rico, as una isla, very very small island. It does get visited by foreigners, but estamos aislados, yeah. quite literally. Um, I, I joined. Uh, we're, we're isolated. An island is isolated. Yeah, if that if that, if that makes sense to you, to your, <laughs> if that makes sense to your audience. Um, So yeah, the most value that I got was uh, as I reflect back, some of the some of these people I ended up I, I, I never hated anyone. I had to learn how to deal with them. Uh, mind you, I yes uh, in, in the in, Marine Corps in the Marine Corps, in the Marine Corps yeah. Uh, you know, it, you, it, you shared extreme differences with people, but you had to work. Correct. Uh, uh, very very short example I can give you is when I came over my my. Puerto Rican accent was fucking heavy, dude. I mean, I mean, think about your 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 present day Puerto Ricans, high profile Puerto Ricans, como hablan así con el inglés you know, uh, and, and and saying silly stuff like, uh, in in PR drive through is servicarro, so I'm gonna go to the servicar. <laughs> <laughs> like it doesn't make sense, yeah. And then you're translating. Verbally from Spanish and then I'm English. trying to communicate with with the folks, yeah. right? That and they're like, speak English, folks. motherfucker, yeah. speak English, and and then you have to swallow that, right, and internalize it, and uh, uh, and and not become a victim, yeah, because there's still a job to be done. You become everybody's bitch, yeah, uh, and, and in the military, if you become a bitch, I mean, you're gonna have a hard time. You're gonna do four years, maybe less. Get in trouble, get a bad discharge, and the rest of your life you have a scar, literal scarlet letter. So um, that's the, the most value that I got out of the military was having to deal with so many different people from so many different backgrounds that may or may not have tact. And I would not um, discourage my kids from uh, doing that because that that's uh, 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 an experience level that very few places will give you yeah very few places if any other than the military yeah yeah no so no i wouldn't just discourage them yes the military currently is going through a very woke phase that is the morale um for People that are still there, and I still have buddies that are there um, um, that are still in that were lifers. I was a short term. I went out just before hitting 10 years. I left. Um, and yeah, it, it, it's bad. Kids don't want the the kids going in uh, nowadays. Don't they don't want to do work? I'm saying this. My best friend is currently in the in in, in the army, and he says, "Yeah, these kids don't freaking want to work, dude." Like I. I had to reshift. I'm having to raise these kids. Uh, my my best friend is my age, 42. Um, 
And he's he just told me that I'm having to raise these kids, man, because they they don't want to they don't want to work. They don't want to do anything. Just they think that give attitude. That, that's the thing about the military, because every first and fifteenth, the paycheck is your paycheck. It's gonna hit no matter what. It's not really based on your performance. It's your paycheck is gonna hit. So yeah, the military is kind of in a t really tough situation. So people are right kind of milking it. Yeah, they they're having a really hard time recruiting right now. Really hard time, yeah. Recruiting for all branches. Well, you know, it's it, it's. I, I completely get what you're saying, mm. um, but but I've talked to, I've talked to a lot of like younger people, and and younger people are just they have different opportunities that you and I didn't have when when yeah. we were their age. Yeah. You know, they have different choices, different opportunities, mm -hmm. different information, different knowledge. Right. Right. They're, they're different incentives too. Di different incentives. They're like, uh -huh. well, I seen what the military does to my grandfather. I saw what it did to my father. Mm -hmm. You know, like they mm -hmm. just at the end they kicked him out. You know, he left all proudful, and now he's hurt, and now they don't want to give him disability because he mm -hmm. didn't claim. Like you know, like mm -hmm. they see that, yeah. and and if and if you don't know how to play the rules right, yeah. it can go really bad for yes, you in the military. Can. Absolutely, and, and and it could 100%. cost you your life too. Yes, and now people mm -hmm. see that. When I grew up, I was like. You know, JROTC Navy, JROTC Air really? Force. Oh, dude, I was gonna go in. Did you I was grew up here in California. Yeah, yeah, California. Okay. Yeah, okay. I was gonna, I was gonna go full throttle, and then just one night, I, 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 the night that I was doing my test and stuff like that, the night that I stayed at the hotel, the next day I was doing the ASVAB. Oh shit! I, I, I drank, and I was under, I was underage, obviously, and this. Guy, anyways, it's a long story short, but we called all the rooms and we started fucking around with people. And at the end of everything, they're like, all right, you passed, but we got to do a breathalyzer on everybody in class. And they did a breathalyzer on us. And they're like, you have to come back in 45 days. Oh, wow. And I was selling cars at the time. Uh -huh. And then I was working at a nightclub making cash. Uh -huh. And then I was making good money at the car dealership. Okay. After 45 days, I was like, <laughs> eh, you know, whatever. But uh, that, that's why I never joined. But I was all for it. And I was like, you mm -hmm. know, like, bro, mm -hmm. de los 14 años, hasta mm. los 18, like, ROTC, ROTC. No and people try to make fun of me. I'd fuck them up. And yeah, 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 get the fuck out of here. Bro. <laughs> I went to military shit. high school in in, in PR. Oh, really? I mean, yeah, yeah. So, so it's it's pretty much kind of like the same thing. Yeah, yeah. people but try to bust your balls, but I was all mm. about it. But now mm. I'm speaking to these younger kids, and I'm mm. like, dude, they're like, I'm literally talking to a 22 year old at the LA Fitness, and he's like, yeah, I'm thinking about going to Dubai, and you know, they're offering me a deal. He was like this tall German dude. He's mm -hmm. like, yeah, they're, they're offering me like basketball and I can make this much, but mm -hmm. I don't know if I want to mm -hmm. move there. And I'm like, mm -hmm. like, what? Are you like, serious? I never even thought it would, but Dubai didn't even exist back then. True. Like, like whatever. The point is, it's, it's, I get it. There's a lot of pussies <laughs> out there. There is, there yep. is, there's yep. a lot of bitches a and pussies and people acting out. But mm -hmm. then the other ones that are business like-minded, mm -hmm. You got 22, 23, 24 year olds making fucking 100,000 a year, no problem, working yeah, yeah, yeah. a few hours, social media, marketing, mm -hmm, influencing. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, you, you, yeah, I don't know, man. It's, it's, it's hard. It's a and, hard sell. And because they are, and, and because these uh, individuals also put it out there, then you have this whole ge generation that's, that's all they want to do. I, I, they just want to be a YouTuber. Yeah. Yeah, but, but they don't want to have discipline or consistency or work for it or and that's and that's the problem, right? Because obviously, of course, like like your other careers, you know, MBA or NFL, right? It's only a fraction of 
a percentage of the kids that are that dedicate their entire life right through high school and college because they want to make it to the pros that actually get through um but yeah this generation is just uh and and they also they're also having a really hard time dealing with rejection too and failure and um because they don't have the face and opposing views yeah because they don't have the face and they they go on twitter and it's like okay like we used to have to go to la discoteca yeah yeah, yeah. (laughs) true and talk to five five, ten girls and no get lost who the fuck are you used to have to deal with rejection face to face absolutely but now it's uh no now you have no rejection True. Yeah. Now you just yeah. left, left, right, 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 whatever the case is. And mm-hmm, if there's a match, mm-hmm. there's a match. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, oh, no rejection. Yeah. So it's a, it's entirely different. And that, uh, you know, that is obviously affecting how, going back to my previous statement, uh, you know, society is what changed. And that is why we're having so much trouble with people resorting to violence uh, and taking stuff to the extremes. You've heard that saying, hard times create. Yeah, yeah, the fourth turning. Yeah, the fourth turning. The world's changed. Mm-hmm. Uh, where do you see your instructing and what do you see in your industry and in your business in the next five years? Here in California, we are counting on some uh, very, very uh, good upcoming decisions, knocking down some of these uh, unconstitutional laws. Uh, we have the, I'm sure you're probably familiar with the handgun roster, the assault weapons ban. No, no I don't know any of this. You don't no, know any Tommy, of this Tommy, stuff? Tommy, Tommy, Tommy. <laughs> None of it. So, What's a handgun? Um, the reason why the vast majority of um, the, when you go to a gun shop in California, it, they all have the same guns, the same style old guns. And then there's, and then there's a counter that says law enforcement only. And those are all the cool guns, all the newer generation guns that the rest of the free the, that the free states people in the free states can buy. Mm. There, there is a, a law passed over 15 years ago in California that created what's called the safe handgun roster. It was just the backdoor, a very sketchy, weasel um, law to um, ban handguns by a thousand cuts in California. Um, we have currently, uh, it's been in the works for years, um, a, lo- a lawsuit to the declare it um, unconstitutional. It's now to the final stretch, now with the help of, of the latest ruling of the Supreme Court in New York State Rifle and, Sp- and Pistol Association versus Bruin, which created a standard of any gun control law has to mirror any gun control law that we have in the states today has to have an analog, a historical analog, back to the time that the Second Amendment was ratified, was you know instituted. And guess what? There weren't any gun control laws back then. And so what's happening now is we have a multitude of lawsuits uh, uh, to the state of California for all bringing down one by one all these gun control laws. One of the ones is it's the handgun roster, which once that becomes, once that is deemed unconstitutional, we're going to have a flood of 
uh, uh, newer generation handguns that are going to become available for uh, California. And what that's going to mean for my uh, profession is now uh, all these, uh, you know, uh, gun owners are going to have access to these newer generations of firearms. And then I'll, I'll be able to buy them myself because I can't buy them today. Yeah. Uh, if you're not a, a, a law enforcement officer. Yeah. Um, and uh, 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 the assault weapon ban. Uh, once that that becomes that's the one that just banned uh, AR-15 style firearms. That is why most people put these silly fin grips on their uh, rifles if they want to take them um, out to the range. I don't like those. It's so dumb, man. Because so stupid. What, what they did was they said if you are able to wrap your thumb around. Your uh, rifle, you're evil. You you must be a you you must be a um, you must be a serial killer. You must want to execute as many people as possible because you can wrap your thumb around the pistol grip. And they they made all these other features evil, such as a flash hider, which is nothing else than a something that just diverts <laughs> right. the flash somewhere else. The telescopic which protects your vision for the person that's shooting the weapon. Oh no shit! And uh, a, a telescopic uh, buttstock, which allows so this is people. Illegal. Huh? This is this is an illegal gun right here. In this conf- <laughs> in this configuration, yes, any rifle in the state of California, this is an evil tool. You must be a serial Check the magazine. killer. You can take it out too. Oh, bro, you haven't seen this? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys better send I've me something. Them. This is Goat Gun. GoatGun.com. I've seen them. Has little bullets. Yeah, Dude, the whole thing awesome. co- The whole thing comes apart. Yeah, right? it's, it's like everything. a legit, um, yeah, yeah, this, this is awesome. Oh, yeah. They also the the assault weapon ban also outlawed Auto. the ability no the ability to drop the magazine. That's right. Because they they didn't want the if you if you want to be able to reload your rifle quickly must mean that you are that you are a criminal. Yeah. So they they criminalized everything about everything that makes a firearm. More, uh, more user friendly. They criminalized, yeah. Because again, to take it back to what I said earlier, in the state of California, they effectively criminalized everything about the Second Amendment because yeah. it's all in the penal code. It's not seen as a right, such as the First Amendment is, or the Fourth Amendment, Fifth Amendment, which are all. Um, you know, addressed in the California Constitution, but not the Second Amendment. So in the next five years, with these wins, it's all uh, going to hopefully change. I, myself, I would like the um, CCW permitting scheme to be eradicated. I would like California to become a constitutional carry state. Um, because I, 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 none of these laws, I don't know if you saw one of my recent um, posts on Instagram and on Twitter, none of these gun control laws do anything to help the good people. The good people receive, uh, have to navigate all these barriers. The criminals don't have to navigate any of these. None whatsoever. And so the way that I want 
and and I made that post for the very reason I wanted to give people such as yourself and everybody else who are um, gun owners the verbiage to fight, you know, when they go to their city town hall meetings or to the state legislature and somebody is saying all this nonsense, we need to ban this gun, ban this gun. We need to make it less accessible, which is something that they say guns are too accessible. How is that actually going to help me be more on the same level or better than the criminal? You are effectively placing me below the level of people who of are armed criminal. Yes, of people who operate outside the laws. So please help me out here. Please elaborate, Mr. or Mrs. Politician. Yeah. So that that's what I, I I want more more and more people to take an active role to over the next few years in uh, in uh, helping to knock down some of these laws in California. Well, it looks like it's happening, and it looks like we'll see some results very, very soon. Yeah, yeah. And people need to also help out the the organizations that are helping us out. I'll give them a shout out. The ones that I that I um, yeah, give them a shout out. Uh, and also, your Instagram and your page sure, sure, your website. Sure, absolutely. So mo- most people that they will ask me, hey, so what organizations are out there? Uh, the first ones that come to mind are um, California State Rifle and Pistol Association (CRPA). Uh, gun Owners of America, Gun Owners of California, um, the Farms Policy Coalition is one of the main ones that are always, always, always putting lawsuits all throughout the states, but they are also very heavily in California because California is one of the most gun-controlled states. Um, my, But not more than Chicago. It's like um, Chicago and then California, or they're like pretty much the same? It's... Yeah, it's pretty much it, yeah, it's pretty up there. It's pretty much the same. Uh, the city of Chicago is horrible, but um, you know, obviously the state of the Illinois, gun laws, the gun laws, the gun laws. Yeah, the, you know, Chicago. No, I, yeah, yeah. yeah. Let, let, me, let me be. Let yeah. me be. Let me be clear. Not the people, but um, the politicians that have made weaseled the, their way in into power. California, Illinois, uh, New York. Uh, New York, New Jersey, uh, Connecticut is getting bad. Massachusetts is uh, getting really bad, um, but pretty much the most of the center states, with the exception of a couple in the Midwest, are pretty respectful of the people's rights. Of the um, Second Amendment. To keep and bear arms, yes, sir. Because most of those states have a version of the Second Amendment in the state constitution, yeah. which then guides the rest of the laws, um, the law, the law uh, making that state yeah you asked me about my socials you can find me website social sure thing you can find me on instagram at uh, triggerology underscore ft uh where i i post about all kinds of stuff i'll post some some uh, stuff about my sessions i post um my replies to you know some uh, uh, of the gun control advocates um i'll i'll go live sometimes and I'll interact with uh, my followers. I'll allow people to ask me questions free of charge, obviously. <laughs> um, on Twitter, uh, Triggerology, uh, that's where I do pretty much all my advocacy, trying to reach those fence sitters. Um, and then my website where you can find my information and contact me for 
uh, training and all that good stuff is at triggerologyft.com. I also rolled out a super freaking based merch line as Triggerology, where you can find all, uh, all kinds of freaking cool T-shirts like this one. Nice. I like Superior Firepower because um, that's, that's where I want to help the culture of um, being unapologetically you know, engaged and involved and own your own uh, self-defense and your rights. So that my merch shop is triggerology.shop. And that's where you can find it. I'll, I'll try to have the little, I'm starting to do okay. titles here and stuff. Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I appreciate that's awesome, that. Bro. Well, I appreciate you being here, man. Keep yeah, man. doing what you're doing and uh, you. keep me posted. And if I hear any gun questions, you know, I'll do like a live stream or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm uh, uh, happy to do joint live streams. I've done them with uh, many different folks, whether they're 2A advocates. I've, I've done live stream with Claudia when she was running for Senate because that's another thing that I was doing, helping uh, people who are uh, trying to help people that are pro 2A to get into places of, you know, elected office to make change Yeah, for the better here in California. So I'm, I'm going to continue doing that and... Um, I can promise all your audience and you that I, I'm just going to keep on going. Dale, chico. Dale. Thank you for being so here. Swasi. Yeah, man. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate you having me. Not a problem, man. Yep. Till next time. Yes, sir.